This is propaganda. You listening to the substance. You've landed on The Substance, a podcast aimed at being biblical, thoughtful, and human. Join us here every other week as we engage the culture without the culture war. I'm your host, Philip Marinello. Really excited to have you guys here today. We, we may have some new listeners today as our guest is a very distinguished individual. Uh, for a first time or for our newer listeners, uh, The Substance, we are a Christian variety show. Every other week, we talk to smart, talented, interesting individuals uh, from various fields, and we talk about things related to faith, culture, the arts. Today, we got the trifecta. We're covering the whole basis. Past guests include folks like Show Baraka, Flame, Jamar Tisby, Karen Swallow Pryor, and Robert P. Jones. But today, we've got a very special, very talented, we've got a long resume for being such a young dude. Uh, uh, we got Propaganda back on the show. Very excited. Uh, Prop, man, his, like I said, his resume is huge. We got a former, former tunnel rat and foot soldier. Um, former, that was way back in the day, but. Uh, it feels like not too long ago. It was a minute ago. He was uh, he was a humble beast fella. He's a poet. He's a rapper. He's a former teacher, activist, author, podcaster. You can find him on the Hood Politics podcast. And now, uh, owner of Terraform Cold Brew, which is actually a sponsor of the show. You'll hear this later on. But if you want to go to terraformcoldbrew.com and use code SUBPOD, you can get 20% off your order there as well. Uh, but yeah, Prop Man, it's it's so great to have him back. He was, <laughs> we've been dawdling <laughs> on publishing our top 10 past episode list, not because we don't have it. I got the list. I got it in a document. I want to actually do a nice rollout on socials for the top 10, but I believe Prop, uh, his episode where we had him on a few years ago when this whole Terraform project was starting, I believe that's the our third most downloaded episode in the past. So longtime listeners love him. Well, I'm sure some uh, folks new here who who love the man's work will be uh, listening to us for the first time. So you can go back and listen to that previous one if you want. But yeah, it's great to have him back. And I was excited that we have Editor Dave joining us on the show, who's a big prop fan, who I learned in this episode, actually. You'll hear him say it, I think. Uh, Prop's his favorite uh, hip-hop artist. So that's awesome. But yeah, no, this was a great conversation, wide-ranging uh, got to ask him about his Ricky Bobby obsession, which was great to finally get a little bit more insight on that. But yeah, talk Terraform, making a better world, coffee, the whole thing. Also, don't want to forget, I, don't, I think I forgot to mention this in his long resume. Prop is also the very proud winner of uh, a Sprudgy Award for one of his videos as well. So uh, one last thing is that uh, there was a little bit of an error towards the very end of our conversation. So I believe the audio cuts off um, right around the shout out segment. So that's got a little short, but we got an hour. It's a great conversation. We hope you enjoy. I want to start us out prop on a little bit of a lighter note. This is something that I've been thinking okay. about for a couple years now. Um, back when we had you on a couple years ago when the Terraform project kicked off. Heard you talk mm -hmm. on podcasts, heard you talk a little bit on records, read it in your mm -hmm. book. Can you tell me, tell the listeners briefly, what's up with Talladega Nights? Help me understand the oh, draw. Man, what's what's the Bobby. Ricky Bobby draw? Oh, man. Shake and bake, baby. There is, I love it, shake and bake. There is, first of all, I just think Will Ferrell is one of the funniest humans on earth. 
But that character, there's something about a person who is their lack of self-awareness becomes a superpower. And <laughs> you're just so confident in who you are without any understanding of how you're being perceived in the world. And there's something about that that like I kind of admire. And <laughs> that's it definitely can be a superpower. Like there's no obstacles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like you know, it could you could be an evil genius, like, you know, said uh tech entrepreneur we talked about earlier, you know, who I mean, that's his superpower. Deeply lacking like, in self-awareness. You just are so the least amount of self-awareness. But I mean, he look, he built Starlink. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I, <laughs> what am I going to say? You know what I'm saying? He got he got Internet satellites in space. Like, who am I to make fun of you? You know what I'm saying? Drake. Drake has that superpower to me. Like, he just mm, it's like that is true. We he's like because it's like, is it you why why would you call him corny it's like there are things i look at i like as corny but like i i say as i'm not the number one downloaded record album <laughs> yeah, exactly in right. the world <laughs> yeah oh yeah man i'd love to be cool to you you know what i'm saying like come <laughs> on man so like there's part of me that's like i admire that so much uh and and so out of that sort of like confidence that is just endearing i just love his his story arc you know what i'm saying like and then he becomes mm -hmm. aware of himself and, and he's just but at the same time he's like he's learning all these lessons but he's learning it in such an innocent way that it's just like <laughs> it's like the person that discovers like that's not like a prick about it but the person that like discovers like like deepak chokra like one day and he's just like dude did you know <laughs> called philosophy yeah. and you're like oh that's so dope man like yeah man yeah you know yeah. think about yourself i like i like that you know so that's 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 it man and it's just funny man i, I share your love for will ferrell i remember yeah i remember seeing it when it came out before this week i hadn't seen it since it came out in theaters and i remember uh -huh. leaving the theater kind of a little bit bummed going man like that wasn't like Anchorman and now being much older, I feel like I do appreciate that journey more. And it was a yeah. lot funnier than I remember it. I remember not Man. laughing that hard in the theater, just being like kind of, kind of down afterwards going home. Aww. Man, he's kind of lost it a little bit, but I, I watched Dude, it again. Kind I, of in prep. I was like, yeah, prop talks about this so much. And like <laughs> other big movie people, like former guest, Josh Larson from film spotting uh -huh. and think Christian he thinks of it very highly. I've seen a couple of other people just randomly. I don't know if it had an anniversary or something, but I've had a bunch of people on my feed tweet about it or post about it recently. It's like, okay, I gotta, I gotta reassess. Yes. The dedication to the character. Like no one's married to the bit. He is just married to the bit. It is yeah. real. He is really Ricky Bobby. You look at <laughs> yeah. his eyes and you're like, you are so committed to this character. And He's it's just like, you're just- in locked in and i just i think that's so like so the character itself and then his ability as an actor to be like i am this person like i am well, so that's his committed. comedic superpower right? like yes. that's the ron burgundy that's elf that's stepbrothers like absolutely he, he goes so whatever yes. the premise is he is 110 percent in a true yeah. yes you are committed to that uh, bit and that character at a level that like 
yeah i just like i don't yeah exactly no i don't know like not at the roxbury that shouldn't work but like the commitment why is this yes you're just so committed to the bit yes just a lame guy at a club is the idea but it's he's so good with it well and like we've all seen his snl uh like audition tape right with the cat like playing yeah yeah like just a commitment to the bit like like you said phil that is his superpower yeah that's missing i feel like right now yeah because like night at the roxbury like shouldn't be that's not a whole link that's not a full-length movie it's a bit no and because that's a three-minute so sketch to it it's a three-minute sketch but because he's so committed to the bit i'm just like i i will watch this so much Yes. Well, okay. Thank you for clearing that up. And I and thank you for making me revisit it. I don't remember what year that came out, but I Love literally it. haven't watched it since it came out in theater. So Love it. Thanks for yes. having me revisit that. He's he has some misses, but I feel like they came after Talladega, not yeah, yeah. Not before. Yeah. You know, yeah, a few like Get Hard was hilarious, Step Brothers hilarious. But yeah, there Classic. yeah, there are times that yeah, you're just like ah, semi pro. It was like, all right. I, but semi-pro semi- made me laugh. Like, I haven't rewatched Bro, it, but I, it made me laugh the one time I watched it. I I, I love Jackie. Again, I, he's Jackie Moon. <laughs> all right. So maybe I have to you go know, visit, uh, revisit. Go back and listen semi-pro. to Love Me Sexy. <laughs> that's that's very good. Go back and listen to Love Me Sexy. The song is absurd. <laughs> so that is a good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love the musical comedy, too. Yes. All right. So we're doing a whole hour on Will Ferrell. I think we'll just we'll just keep going. <laughs> so let's uh let, let's get into terraform here it's a, a project okay. that had been a long time in the making several yeah. years we got four eps we got a book we got coffee now kind of yeah. bird's eye view zoom out briefly how uh how's the journey been for you now that at least this portion of the output is over man uh beautiful journey definitely feels like this is so it definitely feels like from start to finish, we're like from vision to execution. Um, I don't think I've ever carried something through like where we like we did exactly what we set out to do. Like that mm. was amazing. Um, I feel like it's, you know, like my highest quality of work. You know, uh, it still blows my mind that we did this in a pandemic. You know what I mean? And there's part of me that's mm. like, yeah. You know, when you when you end, you're like, wait, did that happen? You know, and of course, there's stuff that like disappoints me, like the fact that it wasn't a pandemic. I couldn't tour it the way I wanted to tour it. And I'm like something this right. like, dude, man, mo- this would yeah. I mean, when you're starting up your tours, I'm excited. I hope you come to the Midwest yeah. uh, and love to see yeah, you here man. in Kansas City. But yeah, dude, that's it would have been great to I'm sure craft that on the road, dude, such a multi dimensional like type of situation man like you know we were dreaming up the way it would look and then the pandemic hit you know um so <laughs> that's definitely disappointing but besides that i'm like man this was this was dope you know but i'll say i mean speaking purely for myself some of this we'll get into in a little bit but speaking purely for myself and my family um i know when terraform the people came out your first ep mm-hmm. and the book as well but mainly that first ep that was deeply ministering. Um, so, that that was a perfect like. It's a great record, but uh-huh. that was a very timely like balm and encouragement, and even a little bit of a uh, a chastisement and good reminders for me. Like the whole "We need you" and "We're all we got" yeah. with some of the people who were driving yeah. me nuts. Yeah, like, but that, it sucks yeah. that it came out during the pandemic and you couldn't do the full Bro. expression of what you do, but also. Yeah. 
speaking for myself, that really ministered to me going yeah, through the 2020 deconstruction church while and mm-hmm. out being being crazy, yeah. <laughs> like straight yeah, up crazy. Lost your marbles. Like, what are y'all <laughs> doing, man? Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it was disillusioning for sure. But then, yeah, I same thing for me that 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 first EP, especially. And mm-hmm. I think time that is a message that we always need to hear. But it hit at a time where it was impossible to ignore the disunity uh, just among people altogether. But then certainly, yeah. you know, within the church, uh, within yeah. America at that at that point. Um, so, yeah, definitely a timely, timely message. Yeah, there were a lot of really loud, bad stories being told at that time. Yeah, bro. Mm. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. And what's crazy is like order wise, the you know, you read the book, the sky was supposed to be first and then the mm. soil, then the people. But the production went different ways. And then and I finished the people first. I just It was just done first. And we were like. This is really good. And just was one of those like, I don't really good. This record is really good. We should. Nobody knows the order. Only us. So, (laughs) right. You know, don't be precious. Put it out. You know what I mean? And we did. And and I'm I'm glad we did. And I'm glad it came out the way. Yeah. Some of the songs on that EP were some of my favorite of the whole project. So that was that was a perfect opener. Like just kick him in the teeth right away and like, get it, get it going. Dude, yeah. Yeah, man. That's a lot of that. Yeah. A lot of that is on, is on DJ Mosky, you know, who did the production. Mm. I gave him, yeah, I gave him like, like words. I was just like, okay, tribal connected, uh, majestic West coast that, and he produced all the songs. Like I didn't hear, I didn't hear the songs till he was done with all of them. Like he didn't just send me beats. Mm. He was just like, and he, and he already had the order. He was like, this is the order. So he played hmm. it from top to bottom and he made me listen to him in order at yeah. his studio. Like, was just like, I'm going to piece this together for you. All you got to do is just rap what you rapping. You know what I mean? And I was like, yeah, oh, okay, this is this is going to be the format for the rest of the records. Yeah, yeah no, that's that's a project and not, not blowing smoke, not just because you're here. Like, I, I've told a lot of people about this, like, like the first one and the last one, especially those two were very special. Like everybody involved yeah. on every yeah. like aspect of the production was, was bringing it a hundred percent and it really, really comes out. Yeah, man. Thank you. Yeah. Those two records are definitely standouts. The, the people and the possibility, man. Yeah. 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 The bookends are, are great for sure. Prop, you are my favorite hip hop artist. And I think because yeah, I don't even know if I, I knew that because of that tell better stories idea. Like I think, you know, we're, we're hitting it hard with Terraform, but I think if I, if I can tell you about your career prop for a second, thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to hear it. (laughs) I think that's what, what your career has been about is telling a better story. Uh, And, and I think you've done it well from, you know, from the beginning till now, you know, from, I'd love to hear it from you. What is it about stories? the the power of a story um and and how do we even go about like uncovering the stories that we're telling ourselves yeah man it, it was a theme that just kept coming back as far as like a, a collective identity a national identity a personal identity you know cultural like how do you where do those come from like how do you make them why why do you value the things you value uh, you know if as a you know married man you know, like, or just a married person, period, 
you start getting into these places where you and your partner are like just kind of bumping heads over something that you're like, dude, at the end of the day, this feels like this is a hill I'll die on. Like there's a mm. there's a core to what's important to you and why you're like, this is just just completely gets under my skin. And it comes down to either it comes down to the story you told yourself or a story you lived. Mm. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And um, and it just shapes the way you see the world like no those and 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 it could be the same moment like that's what's crazy is like the same moment in history can be lived with two totally different experiences. And it all has to do with like the story you told yourself and the story we tell everybody else, like why America has the brand we have. You know what I'm saying? It's because it's a story we tell. You know, it's not true. The greatest. It's just what it's just, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's just like <laughs> we just tell ourselves if you work hard, you'll succeed, you know, and and that we have a meritocracy. And it's like, fool, do you live here? You know, you know that's not true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, well, but, but that's story the we tell thing. ourselves. People have yeah. people have internalized yeah. that story so much. Like you would think that, and like part of me thinks that, but I know the conversations I've had the last three years, a lot of people in privileged spaces, I think tr yeah. truly kind of don't know that, right? Like, and because they've internalized that story and bought into it and, and shaped their identity around it, it's like, it's hard to unlearn that story. Exactly. You, it is, that's what I'm saying. It is core to your person. Me and, me and my wife had this thing is literally, it was just yesterday where, uh, she kind of woke up a little little dysregulated but she has a way of like when she's with our kids like you would never know like so when mm. she walks in the room she's like hey you want some pancakes i'm making pancakes i was like oh, okay dope right and then i get up my um the youngest daughter's kind of in tantrum mode you know and she just really needed somebody to help her like you know get it together you know she don't need a lecture but she needs somebody to help her get it together right so me and her me and um, me and my wife approach that process differently like i'm i'm still very much like I'm, I still have a heavier voice. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still have a little bit of that old school, like, you're going to bring your voice down when you're talking to me. Like, I don't care how dysregulated oh, you feel. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna, I know how that goes. Gonna, oh, yeah. You're going to dial you gonna dial that sound down right now because I'm not, I'm not <laughs> with it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and she kept kind of like, and my wife kept kind of like jumping in because she doesn't, you know, she handles it differently, right? So at the end of it, you know, I was kind of like, Yo, like, uh, you know, you don't like it when I jump in, when you are trying to communicate with our children. I appreciate, I would appreciate the same, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. you do it, can you, can you give me the same grace? You know, and little did I know she was already rested. Like my father-in-law just passed away. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, in, in Thanksgiving. So still pretty recent. She's still kind of raw about those feelings. So she loses it, you know, and, and, uh, but she loses it with the wherewithal to be like, I'm gonna step outside for a second. So she steps outside for a second, you know, cause she's like, I don't wanna say nothing. So in her mind, she's like, no, you didn't get the brunt. I actually didn't lose it. Cause I lost it outside, <laughs> you didn't even see that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, you know, from her perspective, you know what I'm saying? But from my perspective, I was like, like you, you out of line right now. Like you foul homie, like, you know, and, and then when she came back in the house, she was essentially like, okay, I don't know. I just woke up real weird feel a little better now. It's not ready to talk about it. You know, can we like, I just don't think I have the capacity to talk about it. And in my mind, I'm like, so I just need to wait. Like you just <laughs> lost your mark. You just, you just blew your top right now. 
speak a hell of foul to me and in front of and you get kids. to be like i feel better now and you oh you just feel better <laughs> now okay cool you know what i'm saying and i'm like are you gonna acknowledge what the hell you just did you know uh and and once so anyway you know after a, a much more responsible conversation we had because we've been through the counseling <laughs> to know how to talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, essentially, I realized, here's a story I tell. I come from a, a house where my my father was, was, when he was around, he was volatile. Like, you just never knew what his moods were. And, but he was dad. So hmm. he'll apologize when he feel like it. Like, he would not even acknowledge. He'll just walk back in and be like, hey, you guys want McDonald's? And I'm like, I mean, yeah, but... Ain't you going, you're not going to acknowledge how you just yelled at us for the last 10 minutes? For 10 minutes straight, you're not going to acknowledge you just yelled for the last, I just got to act like that didn't happen? You know what I'm saying? I just got to wait for you to realize that that sucked? You know what I'm saying? And then with him, it would be like, yeah, you know, maybe a couple a couple days later, he would be like, ah, sorry I yelled at y'all. And I'm like, yeah. Well, I mean, like, but maybe, or maybe he wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? So I realized, like, I had always been teaching our children this whole time we've had like when they wrong when they wrong somebody, you know what I'm saying, you acknowledge what you did even if you don't understand what happened, like the fact of what you did, you need to acknowledge. You know what I'm saying? But my wife is always like, "Well, I'm not going to give you an apology if I don't believe it. Like I may not be sorry. So give me a second for let me to think about how I feel and then I'll apologize." And I'm like, "I don't care why you blew up." You did it. Why is a different story? You just disrespected me right now. And that is a fact. So you need to acknowledge the fact that you just did this. And she was just like, I'm not going to acknowledge it because I'm not sure I disrespected you. And I'm like, what? You know? And she's like, you want me to give you a fake apology? conversation so many times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was just like, I'm not going to give you a fake apology. If I'm going to apologize to you, I'm going to mean it. You know, so right, I just right. realized like there was a story we were telling ourselves. My story was, <laughs> my story was, I am at your mercy. You are in power. You get to treat me how I want, how you want. And I just need to shut up and take it. That's the story I'm telling myself. The story she's telling herself is like, I refuse to be fake. You know what I'm saying? And you're not going to make me be something I'm not. You know what I'm saying? And they just <laughs> all come from like stories we were telling ourselves. And once we yeah. finally got to that, yeah. it was like, okay. This is what's happening. And she's like, no, I want I want, I want my apology to be genuine, you know? And I'm like, damn. And I want your apology to be genuine. You know what I'm saying? Which, which is good and admirable. Yeah. Like that's, that's what we want as yeah. people in, yeah, in relationships, right? hopefully, like we, hopefully we want to have a, a, a real and clear and transparent adult relationship like that. Yeah. The best marriage advice I was ever given was about stories. And it was, yeah. uh, I forget who said it, but like when, because we always start with the, well, you did this and we're applying mm -hmm. not just the actions, but we're applying the motives. You did this because. Exactly. We, exactly. But instead, like what was told to me was to start with the story in my head is this is what you're doing, right? So to even acknowledge that there is a story in my head and it's not necessarily yes. the reality of the situation. Yes. It's a story that's going on. Yes. Uh, and so as much as we we talked about our love of Ricky Bobby at the beginning, who lacked mm -hmm. self-awareness <laughs> to, to completely. Yeah. But to tell better stories, you need a level of self-awareness to realize you're exactly. even telling yourself a story. Exactly. I am saying to myself, she don't respect me. 
I'm mm-hmm. not worthy of respect. That's 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 what I was that's what I was saying. You know what I'm saying? That's the story. I'm like, and anytime I would look yeah. at any of her actions, the actions was she don't respect me. That's the story. You know what I mean? And it's not mm-hmm. tell a bit. That's not true. You need to tell a better story. And the better story was what was actually going on in both of our minds. Like she actually, she felt disrespected. There was, you know, in the way that I was talking to her, she, you know, in which I'm like, I don't see it. You know what I'm saying? But if that's how you felt, then that's what was the reality. You know what I mean? And and like, like I said, you can, you know, you're we're we're living the same moment. And I think going back to the terraform thing, it was a long way around that. You're living the same moment. History is happening to all of us, but we're experiencing that history in a lot of different ways. And the, and we bring ourselves to those moments. And you can a, you know, tell this terrible story, or you could be you tell a better story that could shape your identity and the way you move through the world better. So yeah, yeah. And even in that, I hear you saying like your the story about you and your wife. Like to be able to tell a better story, you have to listen to somebody else's story first. Facts. Like, yes. Facts. You were telling yourself a story that I'm not worthy of respect until mm-hmm. you listen to her story and you realize, oh, there's something else going on there. I don't have to yeah. believe that crappy story I was telling exactly. myself because something else exactly. is going on with you. Because she was on. Because she was saying, out of respect for you, she was saying, mm-hmm. out of respect mm-hmm. for you, I want to think about what you said so mm-hmm. that I can genuinely apologize to you because I respect you. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm like, right. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Wow better story. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we can get ourselves into a lot of trouble when we are are the main characters or the only character in our stories. Facts. Yeah. So kind of along that note, one of the things that I've jotted down from both the book and and a lot of the stuff you've talked about in the past and particularly recently, I love to hear Dave can relate to a whole lot more. I have two little boys at home. Dave's got girls. Uh-huh. Um, and I know that you guys share yeah. that in common. So how has being a girl dad and now particularly a girl dad with girls on a, a spectrum of ages and experiences and kind of life stages, how has that helped shape yeah. the prop, uh, the prop story real quick before you answer that prop, the, the section of terraform where you're talking about being a girl dad, <laughs> The most relatable thing ever. I'm just like, is he telling a story about my oh life my right, right now? <laughs> oh, you talking about the, the Stranger Things joint? Just yeah, yeah, the emotional response to something that you're like, wait, what? Like, we're talking about Stranger what, Things right now? Just, okay. It's, All right. And like that from a long time ago? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah. real, baby. Go to bed. Yeah. No, yep. um, I think it, you know, there's it, having having a being a being a girl dad exposed a lot about what I thought of gender, um, what I mm. misunderstood, what I value, what I don't value. I it's it's crazy, man. I just I had a chance to speak at like a or do poetry. I wasn't speaking. I just did poetry at this this men's event, and then I was in the office with the 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 gentleman that was going to actually do the actual teaching. And as I was sitting there thinking, I would be I was thinking. At this stage in my life, man, I would have no idea what to tell these dudes because I'm like, <laughs> I now know, bro, we don't know what we're doing, do we? You know what I'm saying? Like, and I was just thinking about like, the, what's the blessing of being a girl dad is I don't have to pretend like I do know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel huh. like having sons, I would have to act like I know, really know what it means to be a man. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I'm just figuring this out, dude. Like, I just am one. You know what I mean? So like with my daughters, 
I started realizing because I will always think, man, I can't think of nothing that I teach my daughters or that I want that I find important for my daughters that I wouldn't tell my son if I had one. You know, I'm totally. like, I tell, yeah, I'm like, I'm telling my daughter, like, you know, my oldest one and both of them, like, be aware of how you feel. Speak up for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, don't let nobody bully you, but be a person of your words. Show up on time. Do what you say. Say what you mean. Keep your integrity. You know, be proud of what you put your name on. You know what I'm saying? Make your make your excellence undeniable. You feel me? Like, you know, be considerate of the people around you. This is how you make friends. You consider your friends. You esteem others. High. Like, like this is the type of stuff that I would say, you know what I'm saying? You leave a place better than you found it. So you borrow something from somebody, you give it back to them in a better, better. you know what I'm saying? Just like little stuff like that. You treat your people with dignity. You treat people, your elders with respect. You go seek wisdom. You know what I'm saying? Get around people doing real stuff. Like people that doing, you know what I'm saying? Like my oldest, she wanted, you know, she want to do music. I'm like, okay, come to the studio with me. Like, don't, no, no, be around them. Like, be around these people that's going to push you. You feel me? Like, you know, you chilling with losers, you become one. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, that's the type of stuff that like, why would I, I would tell my son the same thing. Like, I can't think of, so it just, after a while, I started being like, man, I can't think of nothing I would say to them that I wouldn't say to my son, especially as a person of color, because I'm looking at my daughter. And the same thing I would say to my boy, he's a little black boy. I would be like, look, man, chips are stacks against you, homie. You live in a world that don't think, that thinks you less than everybody else. I don't know what to tell you, brother. You just gonna have to. You just gonna have to get busy. You just gonna have to be excellent. You know what I'm saying? So I look at my daughter and I'm like, look, eighty cents to the dollar, homie. I don't know what to tell you. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You live in a patriarchal yeah. society. It it just you just do. So what you gonna do? Well, you, you stay home. You stay in your bed. No, you gonna go get it. You gonna prove your. You just have to be better. I don't know what to say. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, dang, that's exactly what I was saying to my boys. So and then I think, okay. Having daughters, because this is just what I thought, I had to t grow in emotional intelligence, really mm -hmm. think about how I'm saying things, you know, um, validating her feelings, understanding that, like, there's so much more going on inside of her than meets the eye. I need to, like, I don't always need to go into correction. I should, if she's crying, just sometimes you just got to be patient and, you know, and listen to her, go through these things. And I'm thinking, damn, it would have been dope. As a little boy, <laughs> if my daddy would have done that, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh -huh. yeah. you know, yeah, rather than the way we were raised, where it was just like, oh, you, oh, you crying? Oh, word, you crying? You done? You done yet? You done crying, son? You ready? You ready? You you want your balls back? You done crying? And I'm like, it hurt, pop. Like, God yeah. dog, man, this bug hurt. That's why I'm crying. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like. But but and then at the same time, there are there are things with my daughter that I feel like it is good that I bring that sort of like competitive kind of like, OK, I'm gonna patch mm -hmm. up back for a while. All right. Now we we not going to stay on the ground here now. OK, let's you going to get up. We're going you, you got to get up, baby girl. We're going like, to run. I'm, yeah. <laughs> look, we're going to keep running. I was like, er, nobody waiting for you, baby girl. Nobody's waiting for you. No one's no one's going to wait for you. You I'm, I'm sorry that happened, but let's wipe our tears. Let's let's get up and go, you know. But I, I, I definitely would say like having daughters is way more aware of how men are perceived in the world and um, and ways that we could be better, you know? Hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was just struck in, in that part of the book when you talked about that, just like thinking about and, and with me, I'm trying to break that cycle right with my sons because I was raised yeah. by people. My family had a hard time um, and my dad. Yeah. I don't even know if I want to say he did his best, but like he, 
he tried. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, the, the big <laughs> Italian family, not a whole lot of emotional intelligence. Yep. My dad had his issues, yep. didn't get a whole lot of sympathy from other people and didn't have the tools himself. So I'm trying to fix that for my boys and, and listening to you reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, plug here, go buy the book for sure. But if you can, man, that audiobook. I, I listen to a lot of audiobooks because I drive around a lot for yeah, work. Man. But with somebody uh-huh. with the 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 skill set and the type of work, like I love it when an audiobook is kind of like yeah. a performance and it like it adds a layer. Yes. I highly recommend yeah. either buying it on Audible or if your Absolutely. library Thanks, has bro. hoopla, check it out. The audiobook yeah. of Terraform, ten out yeah. of ten. Um but when I was listening to that, man. thinking Thank about you, like, brother. okay, like it makes more sense to me initially, probably because of the way I was raised and the whole patriarchal society that we're kind of bathed in. Like, oh yeah, like prop growing mm-hmm. and emotional intelligence. That's really good for girls. But I was like, no, like I want Actually, to pass that on yeah. to my sons so <laughs> yeah. that yeah. they don't perpetuate this nonsense or have the problems I did. Like, I don't want them to get to have yeah, to the, be 30 years old before they start to go, man, I really yeah, want to like sitting in marriage counseling, sitting in therapy yeah. with their spouses. Like I have to do what now? Wait, <laughs> I have to think what? about other I have, I people about during my day. <laughs> yeah. How do I feel? I don't know how I feel. I'm <laughs> men are hungry? Ricky Bobby. Um, yes. Like I'm, yeah, <laughs> I like, we, we need winning. women so that we can, I wish this was over and we could just skip to the set. <laughs> the skip that, to the end thing. I What do I man, need to oh do? Man, that's, I'm, I'm trying what do I need to do so to get to, to that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. How do we how do we be done with this? Yeah. Yes. This is yeah. uncomfortable and I would like to be not I'd like to be not here having this conversation. Yes. What are the buttons? Just tell me the buttons. <laughs> I will press the buttons. Which, What's the combo? Which, which your partner give me a, B, partners love yes. that. Spouses love, love it, it when you do that, by the way, <laughs> in the yeah. middle of a, a conversation. Yeah. Tell me what I did. Tell me what I did specifically. That's, ooh, whoa, that was weird. Yeah. My wife is, what's funny is in, in our relationship, my wife is the like, tell me what I did specifically. Ooh. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, nah, you was just like, that was just whack. Like you was doing, you had this, what it would. What about my actions? What 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 action was <laughs> well, it? So you got that I, doctor, Doctor Alma. I got a do- and I'm like, I'm like, babe, I just I, you told me to know my feelings. I feel, I feel unsafe because I try to tell you. You know, she's like, but what made you feel unsafe? And I'm like, the way you asking me these you. questions, <laughs> you, yes, yes. you scary. Yes. <laughs> but. <laughs> But become, and I mean that that works for spouses too, not just children. Like becoming, you talk yeah. about becoming a safe yeah. place for like big or hard Word. emotions. Like I was not yeah, taught that, and I mean, family, yeah, school. I, I went to seminary. Like that was not part of any of the curriculum at all. I mean, like I mean, like the Mister Rogers Bro. era of my life. I did get that from him. <laughs> Shout out to Fred Rogers. Yeah, but I mean that's that is not a story that is told often. Yeah. To to young men. Or if it is, it's it's, it's, so it's demonized by folks who are, are stuck yeah. in, in the bad like, stories. Girls do. Yeah, bro. I definitely came from the like when somebody tells you like what they're going through for you to say, damn, that must have it's probably painful, huh? I come from the fool, like, well, yes, of course it why that's why would you say, of course it was painful. Why is you 
never mind, homie. You know what I'm saying? Like, rather than realize, <laughs> so I always felt like, I'm not, like, you, of course, if, why would I say that? Uh, clearly, it was. Yeah, it's you know, not, this is not a safe place that, like, to, to air my feelings. Yeah, yeah, that's what happens. I'm like, all right, never mind. But now I know, you know, that's important to, to, for somebody to know that you're like, I feel you, homie. That's whack, dog. Like, I'm sorry you went through that. Like, how easy is it to take a second and feel for this yeah. person? You know what I mean? Well, and and it's such a simple thing to do. And, but the, like the result of that is so outsized to the amount of effort it took for me to do that. Just to, Absolutely. to affirm someone, yes, that sucks that hurts yeah yeah look like yeah. that that affirmation does so much for the person on the other side of that and and even if what's funny we get ourselves in trouble uh, as men stereotypically of like <laughs> let me get to the other side like let me get to the end of this. totally but really yeah. if you were just like that sucks sometimes that's all the person on the other that's end it. of the conversation is looking for. It's true. It's that true. is actually how to get to the end. Now, I'm not saying you use that as a tool or a weapon, but like that is, no, seriously. we want to just be like, what are, the, what are the buttons that I need to hit? Well, it's be quiet, listen, and then affirm yeah. what you just heard. And yeah, how can we make sure we don't get here again is what I thought. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I thought it was yeah. like, well, how yeah. do I make sure? Like, I thought I was doing good by being like, okay, so what should I do to not do that? You know, it's like, no, mm -hmm. no, man, just sit here with me, you know, but yeah, like for us, for us, like whether it was my friendships, cultural, like even just blowing it up to like systemic issues and like um, even just healing some of our politics. Like if you could just stand back and be like, bro, I ain't never even think of that, homie. Like, uh, man, I, I feel you. This episode of The Substance is brought to you in partnership with Terraform Cold Brew. Terraform Cold Brew is here to remind you with every sip that you, like coffee, are more than a commodity. This is something that Prop has had in the works for a long time. Very excited to see him get it off the ground. All the reviews coming in from both the, the normal folks that try it, along with folks like D Smoke and some of his other celebrity friends, is that this is phenomenal coffee. And if you are a listener of The Substance, you can get 20% off your order at terraformcoldbrew.com using code SUBPOD in the drop-down menu. That's SUBPOD. S-U-B-P-O-D. So for substance listeners, if you're interested in getting a 6, 12, or 24-pack, you can get 20% off your order. If you get a big one, man, that's uh, it, you're investing in that a little bit, but you're supporting a small business. And if you get 24, you're only getting it for a little over 3 bucks a pop. So terraformcoldbrew.com. Use code SUBPOD at checkout for 20% off so you can enjoy some delicious coffee while we all try to tell better stories. I just heard this uh, country song, believe it or not. I just got friends somehow with this dude, Chase Rice, who's like this, apparently this hotshot, like country singer. Um, taught him how to play domino. C greatest relationship. <laughs> nice. Anyway. Uh, Open up this world. <laughs> right. I got sent this uh, this video of this, this like dude. It's like, apparently it's like 3 million views now, but it's like the Richmond North of Richmond, right? So... It's written by this, like, it's a dope play on words. It's banjo, you know, country, bluegrass, acapella. He's singing. He's like a factory worker. And he's just like, you know, I'm working this stupid job. You know, like, none of this stuff works. Like, you said this was, this is supposed to be a land of opportunity. Our ends don't meet. You know, you got, basically, it was like. Is this the video that's been going Western viral version. on Twitter recently? Yeah. 
Yeah. It's this like country western. Basically, I heard this as, dude, it's so good. I heard it as like, this is a country western version of Tupac saying, you got money for wars, but can't feed the poor. I mean, it's like, it's Mm -hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm Mm -hmm. like, you know, you can't, but you got money for, yeah, you got money for wars, but can't feed the poor. And I'm like, bro, if this demographic would actually be able to sit down and have lunch with my demographic and we talk about the way for which we feel as though the system has failed us. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. then, like, I just think there's, like, so much of that could be, like, listen, dog, like, we don't, yo, we don't, we're not, we don't have to be enemies, homie. Like, I feel the, I feel the same way, you know? And I just, I, 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 I say that to say that, again, storytelling, that empathy, rather than, rather than being, like, hey, all your problems in this country come from that group of people right there. You know what I'm saying? And and when you say that, that's just it's just it's just an easy way to one, remain in power, two, like to continue to perpetuate a bad story. You know what I'm saying? Bringing it into to your work too, like the two two of the songs that Phil Philip and I highlighted before we were talking were uh we we all we got from that first EP, The People, mm-hmm. and then I Like Me yeah. from the from the last one. And I think yes. like that is kind of what we've just been talking about, right? Like I like me is yes. about that inner work that needs to be done. Yes. First. Bro, every other bar in that can be merged. <laughs> like throw that on a shirt, yeah. throw that on a hat. <laughs> yeah. I was man. like, I, I need the I like me line man. of every that's like, man, the culture can only be healed as we mm-hmm. are. I was like, I, I buy that shirt right now. Yeah. yeah. Man. I was gonna say you guys caught it because like if you're if you're you're the the narrative arc of terraform especially in the music is big space huge global cultural things and then it ends at me like that mm, that mm-hmm. it starts with me you know what i'm saying that i culture can only be as healed as they are so we started with those those things and just got closer and closer and closer into into ourselves to be like oh it's my inner world you know what i mean and then you take that inner world and bring it back out to the bigger cultural stuff. No, when I, uh, I I played that for my wife, we were coming back home from vacation. I was like, oh, the final EP just dropped. She's like, you're not listening to that without me. I was like, okay, I only listen to one or two without you. Like, let's, people are talking <laughs> online that I like me. It's the big yeah. one. Let's go to that one. But, uh, I like me just, just on her. And she was, she's like, oh, you're talking a prop. Let them know like how much I love that. Like that. She doesn't throw a ton of the stuff I listen to on her playlist immediately, but she's been working mm-hmm. on a little bit of like a, a church hurt <laughs> playlist kind of recently. And, mm. and that went to oh, the top yes. of the stack okay. there. And I was like, no, that's man. Yeah, I, that, that was just very much that's an honor, uh, man. appreciated in our home. That's beautiful. Thanks for saying that, man. It's funny. That song had three like potential features and they all backed out. Either what either <laughs> didn't respond or just backed out. And like, it's funny, like, and then once it finally came out, I was like, oh, it's about liking myself. Mm-hmm. Duh. How could anyone else be on <laughs> yeah, that song? Yeah. Like, it just, it, it, cause it just hit me. Cause I, I, that's probably my least, like features are my least favorite part of the job. And it's, and it's a, back to the story thing. It's because in my mind, it's such a reflection of my importance to that person. Right. That's huge in music, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, if I send you this song, you you do it because you value my work and you value mm-hmm. me. And of course, I know, you know, logically that that's not always the case. It's timing. It's, you know, 
we, we just that's, that song's not in your key. It's just you know the topic didn't work out or whatever. There's a million reasons why you know features don't happen. But I take it so personal, you know, when I because it's so vulnerable to me. Like I feel like I become so vulnerable when I ask someone to be on music with me, and then if they don't, it I take it personal. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and I see it as this my my friend or this this colleague doesn't see me as an equal. You know, they don't think I'm that good. Right. And I and I and I, I it was. And I was going through that and then I was like, I'm not, I guess I just don't have the juice I think I do. And then I listened to the song again. I was like, the song's called I Like It. What a, what a yeah. freaking goober. I should listen to my own <laughs> lyrics, you know? And uh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's part yeah, of the dude. journey too, right? Like we, yep. a, a lot of us often can on a, like if we were in school taking a test, we could circle the right multiple choice, but in the moment, in the heat Absolutely. of the moment, have we done that inner work to to be able to go, like, okay, I'm going to take a breath and like actively yep. on purpose choose to think the right thing, like tell myself the right story and then have yep. the discipline or the courage or what have you to like make mm -hmm. the right choice, even if it doesn't feel yep. the best initially. Yep. That's exactly it. Yeah. Man. So after, after I like me, I think the next one, I, I don't have the track list in front of me right now, but I think that the endlings was close to mm. – after that, I'd love to hear about, especially with the whole theme of the possibility and hope for the future. How mm -hmm. has in this stage of your life, and I mean, God willing, you got decades and decades ahead of you, but not being of course. one of the, the young, young boys on the block, like how is being in this stage of mm -hmm. your life and be having more people who are not like beneath you, but like coming after you less mature than you came like, out after in me. your role yeah. of mentorship discipleship whatever you want to call that how is like stepping yeah. into that role affected your story and your it's bizarre man yeah it's bizarre you know and the inling is around that like man it's it's a bizarre feeling because i like because i don't you know it's like when you when you're a parent and you're now old you're like no i'm not old my parents are old <laughs> and you're like no you, no you're the you're the them, you know, there was a moment at our church when me yep. and Mama realized like, oh my God, we're the, we're the seasoned married couple. Like we're, mm. we're mm. the, we're the couple, How long you, you been know, married? and we still feel like we've been married 13 years. And for us, we're like, oh, yeah. dude, we've only been married 13 years. You know what I'm saying? And right. they're like, what? We've been married 13 months, you know? And you're like, oh, <laughs> dang, yeah. that is over a decade, you know? So yeah, like yeah. I'm still... Cause I'm still hungry as far as like creativity and music. I'm still thinking about those things. Um, you don't notice it until you are in a room with like the no big deals and like the indie tribe dudes, the John Keats, you know what I'm sure. saying? You are in a room with these dudes and you're like, dog, I'm 10 years older than you. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't realize it. <laughs> what just happened right now? Like, damn, that's crazy. You know? Um, and when they do start talking, you know, you know, it's like, you know, they do start talking. Like, and what was that? Stuff, like, what do you, you mean? <laughs> yeah, Feel you're like out of touch. Yeah, yeah. There's that, or it's just like, oh man, I, oh my god, I, I remember thinking like that, like having those <laughs> moments where it's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I read. Oh my gosh, I read. I matured past that. I used to talk like that, you know. And you're yeah. just having this like, when did when did I grow up? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel young, but like, dude, when did I grow? When did I grow up? You know. So. uh <laughs> So it's a lot of that, man. And it's like, you, you know, you, I feel like once you, once you realize that you have a choice, you can 
become like a crotchety like oh head and you know these young artists are weird you know what i'm saying all these kids these days they don't know how to you could do that and i'm like i i feel like when you do that you put an expiration date on everything you know mm-hmm. rather than being like hey man like open and like letting them have their thing and like that's their thing you know what i'm saying and being mm-hmm. proud of them for having their thing and if they think highly enough of you to even care about your opinion you know what i'm saying like cherish that you know and uh mm-hmm. that's kind of where i'm at it's like dude like i know like yeah i know that i still value my work i still and even them becoming more and more successful these younger dudes behind me it gives me even more of a drive to make sure that like i can remain an og to them you know what i'm saying like you know mm-hmm. I, I i'm not I want them to still, no matter where they are, to still for them to be able to, you know, backstage at the Grammys, shoot proper text like, hey, how do I talk to so-and-so? Can you help me out with this, this, and this? Like, what's going to, like, I want to still remain, you know, sort of that position with them. So that keeps me motivated to make sure that, like, I'm still grinding. I'm still hungry. I'm not just, like, resting on, like, my uh, my track yeah. record. You feel me? Yeah, you don't yeah. want to be the whack old dude that only tells stories of, like, oh, man, back in the day, I was this. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we used to, yeah. Nah, you ain't trying to be that dude. <laughs> yeah. You know, so like, you know, I, I'm like, I still want to remain the big homie. You know what I mean? Um, once you step into, for me, it was like, that was like a conscious choice. It's like, well, look, stay hungry, stay busy. You know what I'm saying? They're not, you know, they you they you hold a place in their life that is important. And it's kind of a beautiful chance for you to like invest into the future. You know what I mean? And 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 leave a legacy far beyond what you was ever able to to complete for yourself. You know what I mean? Well, I think I would imagine being a creator helps with that because if you're you're a part of the culture, you're out there creating, then absolutely it does in a way it keeps you young. Whereas if all you're doing is consuming, then yeah, you can sit around and be like, I don't like what you guys are feeding me. Like, give me something else. What we used to have was better or or whatever. But if you're out there actually creating and like you know, mm-hmm. obviously you, you are creative in a particular way, but I think that's something for all yeah. of us. Like we we're all called Absolutely. to be creative and to, we are the culture, right? Yeah. So we have to, we are, we have to be creating and uh, being adding things. Yeah. If all you're going to do is sit back, then it's easy to become cynical. And I think we live in a time where like cynicism plays as wisdom. Like if I can tell mm-hmm. you what's wrong, then yeah. I know better. And therefore I am better. So how do you like, what do you do to practice? I mean, I guess being creative is part of it, but how do you practice hope? Yeah. uh, And like, just keep that going. I do think like the, you know, mindfulness practice of like beginner mind is something that like I value is, uh, you know, I like throwing myself into things that I, that I'm a beginner in, you know, and, Mm -hmm. um, and learn and, and, and let other people be experts in, you know? Uh, so I think that that's one thing for me. I think that cynicism, you know, if you harness it right, you know, it could be visionary. It could be visionary. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like when you, where you're just like, you're seeing, you're seeing, you're, you're imagining what could be, you know what I mean? So you could either be, you know, so frustrated about what is, or you could just continue to imagine what could be, you know? So I think that like, that's one of the one of the things for me is like, okay, well then how could this be better? You know, and I just let my 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 brain continue to think about like what are what are ways we could have done this different or we can do this different. So yeah, so that's that beginner mind, you know what I mean? That imagination, you know what I'm saying, and, and continuing to like exercise that. 
I do have this theory and it's completely anecdotal. It's armchair, but I have this theory <laughs> that like your it's a good bet that your favorite era of music, TV, movies, style of dress is whatever was hot in your 11th grade year of high school. I yeah. <laughs> I think that I think that most likely is when you were 11th grader that that became your favorite like era. And yeah. I saw I think you put that out just the other day or whatever. I yeah. saw it and like real quick I was like let me check my Spotify plays. Yeah, he's not wrong. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's just this weird I don't know what it is about that age. 17, 16, 17, 18 yeah. you're like, yeah, this is this is my favorite genre. It's like you're finding yourself. This is now your playlist, you know what I'm saying? So yep. like I yeah. think that 2004 to 2006 is the the best music that ever existed for me. <laughs> See? Yeah, exactly. There you go. Guess how I guess how old I was at that time. You were 11th grader. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like <laughs> I just think that like that you could get stuck there. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not in 11th grade anymore. You know what I mean? Right? And <laughs> right. and then you can you could argue with other 11th graders or argue with other grown folks that are just going to argue the best music was when they were in 11th grade. And it's like right. that's just your heart, that's your emotions, you know what I'm saying? And it's great. That is great for you. It's beautiful. That's beautiful mm -hmm. for you. And that is okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. I definitely have that feeling where I'm like, dude, it's okay that that's okay. I like, I love, I love 90s hip hop. I don't know what to tell you. I love, I don't, you know what I'm saying? But I know that I am emotionally tied to, them, you know? Right. So rather than being cynical that like, you know, like you said, like, it's like going to like, you know, a foreign country and it's just like, where can I get a slice of pizza? This place sucks. There's no pizza. It's like, <laughs> well, you're in Laos, okay? Like, it's, right. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you know, <laughs> Bali is not exactly like the place you just came from. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, no, you're in a different place. Appreciate what's going on now. See the beauty of what's here. <laughs> well, I can't even get, where are you getting burgers? There's no burgers here. Burgers suck. You're like, oh my God, stay home then. Like just don't that, uh, don't travel. <laughs> yeah, yes. The the props white voice of a guy looking for a piece of pizza. That's a, that's a quick right there for the socials. <laughs> We're gonna get a slice. Place sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Um, wanted to ask you about. I, I love the finale, right? Of keep on living, and that's. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So much is wrapped up in there. In particular, you've talked about this a lot um, in, in the records themselves. And I've heard you speak on podcasts, mm -hmm. but particularly for our audience, I know a lot of people who are tuning in, who are listening in the substance are in different stages of that deconstruction journey. So obviously like yeah. faith is not divorced from the rest of our life, but a lot of people because no. of external things in history are having a hard time yeah. with that. Like what would be your encouragement of people who are trying to figure that out as they are in the keep on living phase? I love it, man. Is I would say like trying to like figure out who they are, who got like, and not that we need to figure out who God is, but like, yeah, yeah. I think it's important to remind yourself the like metamorphoses and journeys you've already been. You've probably been in crisis before in whatever other con context, like maybe it wasn't a crisis of faith or whatever it is, but, and, and it wasn't permanent, you know, you got to a place of peace again, you know, and, and then probably went on another one. And so I think that like, 
if you can couch this into and it seems corny that's why you know that that's why the phrase like keep on living if you can if you can couch this into the idea that like you know time marches on you continue to go the sun still comes up you know um even using you know mixing metaphors but you can even use like you know social media rage like there might be a day where your entire feed is talking about something and it feels like the end of the world. And then the next day he's talking about it, you know, um, it's just purely hypothetical, yeah. purely hypothetical, purely hypothetical. Yeah. But time <laughs> like continues. So, so, and there, so when you, when you do that, when you just remind yourself that like now is not forever, you know, this is a process and at the end of the day, you will be fine. You know, you wherever you land, and if you never land, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you'll <laughs> you'll be fine. You know what I'm saying. And 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 there will be beauty and journeys and moments and moments you can't point at, but you knew was amazing. You know, just like some of the again, some of the core memories from your own childhood to where you were just like, dude, like I can't remember any of the specifics. There wasn't a specific, you know a thing I can say we did, but I just remember feeling, man, I felt okay right there. You know what I'm saying? Like remind mm -hmm. yourself that this is not permanent, you know, and that there will be a, there will be moments of joy. There will be moments of peace and like, and, and be grateful, be grateful for this, you know, be grateful for this season. And I know it's weird to say, but it's like, dude, be, dude, be grateful, be grateful. You can't figure it out. Be grateful that you're asking questions that before you weren't big enough to ask, you know, you weren't brave enough mm. to ask you. you That's you, true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. You grew in bravery. You thought you had God in the box all figured out. Yeah. And, and you was, and, and probably was too, too scared to question that box. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. oh my gosh, like, yep. dude, you're so brave right now. Like, think about it. Like, that's kind of dope. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know, it's like, here's your two options. It's like, if if God is who he says he is, pretty sure he's not afraid of your doubt. So there's that, mm -hmm. right? And it's fine. You're not insulting him. You'll be all right. You know what I'm saying? And on the other hand, if they're if your whole construct of God falls apart, then you didn't offend anything because there's <laughs> nothing there. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you're fine. You know what I'm saying? Like just you'll be okay. You'll make friends. You'll find friends, people, people who love you will continue to love you. You know what I'm saying? And if they fall off, like who was your best friend in second grade? You don't even remember their last name. I'll show you pictures from elementary school of this person you were hugging at your party. And you're going to be like, I have no idea who this kid's name. You know what I'm saying? Like this, sure. like mm -hmm. it's going to, it's going to happen for you. You, you'll, you'll be okay. You've been here before, you know? Uh, that's that's what I would encourage. No, I mean it's it's hard when it's it is close friends and family sometimes that those things go through. But you're you're right. It's 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 hard. But yeah, like no, I I appreciate that very much. I know a lot of folks are. I, I don't know if it's just how I am. I, I know you talk about the Enneagram, so you're on that at least a little bit. I'm a very yeah for better and worse, a very strong seven. So not a whole lot affects mm. me. But when yeah. I'm when I'm with my wife trying to comfort her because I go, yeah, like, yeah. who cares? Like if, if they don't like you'll, you'll get I, through I, it. I love yeah. the people who are in my life, but if they're not rocking with me, OK, like that's fine. Find people who are. But and like my perception of God, I was going to say, I definitely have a new song where there's a line on there. Where it's like, listen, man, 
I I'd have to wrap the whole thing. But the but the line is that I'm le- leaning on is like I'm not hating. I love you. I'm just not waiting for none of you. you know what I'm saying like yeah. I'm, not, I'm not gonna wait. And <laughs> like I love you, but I'm not waiting. You know, mm. and 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 I'm also not gonna drag you where I'm going. Yeah, and and unlearning all those negative relationship structures that kind of negatively reinforce each other. Like I do know a lot of people, man, yeah, are going man. through that, but it is, it's temporary it's bummer, and it's hard. Yeah. There's hope. And I think that, that bravery piece spoke to me. Cause like even that I, I like me uh song speaks to it a little bit. Like mm. I'm just comfortable with who I am. Like I've been yeah. in process. I mean, we're all in process, but like I've been changing for the last like five to 10 years, but I have the old language. So nobody had to know yeah. what was happening, totally. but then I just like got comfortable with who I am and, and where I'm at. And so that started to come out. And so that ruffled some feathers, but it's like, totally. I finally feel comfortable to say the thing that I think. <laughs> so like, that's good. Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. Now it's hard and it makes some it waves is. internally and externally, but yeah. this is a better place than, you know, keeping all that in and quiet. Yeah. You're lying to yourself, man. You know, before it's like you're sitting there, you're lying to yourself and and even like, you know, trying to convince people who are so sure they're so sure of what they believe. Mm. And and now the place that you're in now makes, you know, no, they're not. They're not. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They're not as sure as they present themselves to be. They're just as scared as you are, dog. You know, Mm -hmm. they just they're just as scared as you are, you know, and and you know what? And then you get out the other end. And you get to be the future you, like in the song, and you get to go. But I love him too. It's fine. Mm, yeah, you yep. know, I, 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 I want to see them happy and fulfilled. Also, I hold no yeah. pain or vendetta to them at all. Yep. And I, and I hope yeah. that whatever they're working through serves them well. And to get there, you have to do the internal work first. The, you got to do the work. The revolution man. really starts at home. So that was our conversation with Propaganda. Hopefully it didn't get cut off too early there, but uh, thank you to Editor Dave for joining us and for putting this together. Um, that was just such a great conversation. I love the work that Prop is doing. I love the Terraform project. Um, it was awesome to listen to the audiobook in his words and those four EPs, especially um, that first and final one, man, just deeply deeply ministered to my soul and my family and i can't wait to buy the vinyl hope it's not too too expensive but uh i'm i'm in the bag i'm getting that vinyl maybe we can even get a little deal here we'll uh see if we can pass that on to you like um if you didn't skip the ad reminder terraform cold brew at i believe terraformcoldbrew.com if you use code subpod that's s-u-b-p-o-d you can get 20 percent off your order so if you get a whole big case that's about three bucks a pop a little bit more but three bucks a pop for like high quality finely made justice oriented small business minded folks that's that's a wonderful deal so if you're able to and if you're interested if you're a coffee person or or know a coffee person you can get it as a gift use code subpod at checkout and the drop down menu to get 20 percent off your order there so awesome conversation if you enjoyed that the best way to help us grow the show is to share it with a friend 
Who do you know that loves good music? Who do you know that's thoughtful? Who do you know that's a prop fan or listens to his podcast or has been a, a fan of his music or his work before? Just say, hey, uh, I just listened to a great podcast and I think you'd like it. So word of mouth is the best way to grow. And if you're interested in partnering with us, we now are on Patreon. It took us long enough for a long time. We were riding that uh, anchor or Spotify for podcasters. And we appreciate everybody who joined us. The support that we had there helped us get some equipment, helped us get our website up and running, which I know that we need to kind of re-energize now that the team has changed here. Um, but yeah, so if we can get folks over to the Patreon. So right now, all tiers have the same reward, and that is the ability, and that is the ability to, on a semi-regular basis, vote on topics that we cover on the show. So vote on books or authors or activists that we have on the show or for the substantive cinema episodes. So look out for that. Patreon.com slash the substance pod for as little as $3 a month. You can help us grow and uh, influence the content that you hear on the feed. And if monthly support is not really your favorite thing, I kind of want to give you 10 bucks a month. I'd rather just give you a couple bucks here, five, 10 bucks here, 20 bucks, hundred dollars, whatever you want. Uh, but if you only want to do that on a one-time basis, you can do that on Cash App at dollar sign the Substance Pod. We appreciate everybody who donates. But yeah, we're an independent show here, so every dollar really does count. We're looking at getting a couple of different things going, and you guys are the ones who help make that happen. So uh, either the Patreon or the Cash App—that's the way to do it. Uh, next week's episode, very excited. I don't remember the order we recorded all these things in, or I don't think I necessarily even did it on purpose, but I actually mentioned the guest we're having on next week in this episode when we were uh, talking Talladega Nights. I mentioned Josh Larson from Film Spotting. Yeah, in two weeks, we are having Josh Larson back. He's got his book uh, on horror, that Fear Not, A Christian Appreciation of Horror. We mentioned that back when he was on talking about Night of the Living Dead last Halloween. So his book is out. It's very good. It's very incisive and intelligent, but also very simple. Um, excellent book, excellent conversation. So come back in two weeks for our conversation with Josh Larson on what we can learn about considering the things that scare us. So, so until next time, I'm your host, Philip Marinello, saying we'll see you next time on The Substance. We'll be patient. It's a highly edited show. We're, uh, we got, we got things okay. tightened up. Phil, I'm not gonna lie. I hate when you say that because I'm the one. I'm the one who does the editing. So it's it's fine. Don't worry about it. Fix it in post. We could be we could be lightly edited. That'd be fine too. (laughs) (laughs) That you have incubus Easter eggs in all your albums. Yep, this is true. So did that make it to these EPs too? Uh, There's only. Unfortunately, it's only on the possibility. the The other ones don't have incubus, <laughs> incubus okay, um, no Easter eggs, but the rest of them, yeah. the rest of the record, pretty much anything from like, um, from like listen, watch, focus on all the humble beast albums all have incubus, yeah, Easter eggs. Well, whenever, again, I don't remember where I saw that, but once I saw it, I'm like, all right, I'm starting from the beginning, and I'm gonna try That's and track me. them down. I did, and I, I did say it. <laughs> <laughs> and i did i'd like i w- i did track them too and i think i feel like i wrote it somewhere but then like that's not helpful like i don't know if it was in a google doc if it wasn't in my phone notes because oh, i looked there but i totally uh, I gotta would start love over, to hear, I hear 
I would totally love to hear what you which ones you caught. Well, and Dave's the Incubus fan. What uh, what should we look for? What should he look for on the uh, the possibility? I I mean I they're not really a big nostalgia band for me. Like I'm only aware of. A, I don't even know if I could. I'd be hard pressed to name even one of their hits right now. Oh, that hurts my heart. I'm hanging up right now. <laughs> me too, bro. Um, me too. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. I'd say stay in the um stay in the Morning View world. Okay. If you yeah, stay yeah. in the states. Stay around there that era. Then um. That'll help. The older stuff has like, okay. you know, there's like fungus among you stuff. There's like, yeah, no, nah, mm-hmm. there's, there's, there's Easter eggs. There's a lot of, um, make yourself made it to a lot of my albums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you're, you're on X. Will you call it X or you just call it Twitter? No, I'm not calling it X. What? No. See, the, I made this joke the other day and like I am yeah. when it comes on the political spectrum, I'm more progressive than not. But okay, I I made the observation the other day that these progressives, us progressives, maybe even are like, it's not that hard. Just call somebody what they want to be called. And then Twitter's <laughs> like, we're we're X now. And it's like, never. I will never. You're Twitter. I mean, for for real. Like, you you got it. Do y'all say it? I'm like, look, because I said the same thing. I was like, look, man, I'm a hypocrite. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> he changed his name. I was like, it's this is. It's it's absurd, and you're right. That's it's true. the same comparison. I'm like, this is Twitter. You just changed your name. Um, hold on, baby. Don't shower in here, baby, because I'm recording. So you got to shower now. Okay? <laughs> I'm real, real rap because we'll hear you showering. There's a microphone right here. Sorry, baby girl. You got to do it in the house. Sorry. All right. When you need to shower, I'll be done in a little bit. Okay. You guys better keep this in here. <laughs> yep. All right. Keep it in. Don't edit this out. It's good blooper. Uh, that, that'll be at yep. the end there. That'll be good. Yep. You dropped your pajamas, baby. Oh, you got it. But uh, No, Dave and I both have yeah. young kids, and we often get kid bloopers. Yeah, of course. I love it. Where can I get a slice of pizza? This place sucks. There's no pizza. Good stuff. Phil, I think it's time to ask the biggest question. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, there you go. You you hit it, Dave. Biggest Game question. <laughs> All right. Biggest question. Um, what is the whitest email you ever received? Because in the book, you talk about the second whitest email you've you said, ever said, Ask gotten. me sometime. It, it's basically the, the influencer camping trip email. It was the second whitest. Was the one and I told I you about. Know, like, what? The second whitest. Yeah, I to- oh, I told you about the that one at the Nashville one. That was the second yes, whitest email yeah. I've ever gotten. Yeah, that's what you, you said oh, in the man. book, and then yeah, you, I did. you were like, "I did." <laughs> oh man, how do I tell you guys the whitest email I've ever had? Like, I, I kind of <laughs> want to do like a Johnny Swim thing where you just I never really tell you the true story. You just keep making up. It's a different answer every time. You know, say like I don't I mean, know if y'all know that about be, Johnny if Swim. If it's when, prop lore, then that's fine. But <laughs> yeah, like John, that's Johnny Swim's thing. Is like whenever you ask him where their name came from, it's a different story every time. <laughs> it's just <laughs> yeah, yeah. like okay, no, for real. Here's the answer. Yeah, I think that's going to be like the whitest email I've ever gotten. I think the whitest email I've ever gotten was from Norway. I don't know. I was like, I can, dude, one, I think, I think when I'm done, when I'm done being a public figure, I'll finally tell everybody. But like, <laughs> dude, it, it was white as hell. I mean, I hey, do like, you want to meet Bill Gates is not, uh, that, that's not too far. 
Oh yeah, that was pretty. That dude, uh, did I tell that story? Where I uh, did you realize that you 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 uh, oh, alluded my... to it. Yeah, the Bill and Melinda yeah, Gates. You might have even said one. that was a text. You might have even said you didn't realize it was that they're the Bill same Gates people or whatever. Or that, that Gates Foundation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I saw that guy yeah. again that sent me the message. <laughs> I saw him in Portland uh, a few weeks, uh, about a year, no, earlier this year, and I was like, bro, remember when you asked me about the? I was like, do you realize I didn't? I had no idea you meant Bill and Melinda Gates. He was like, bro, I was wondering, man, because you was just like, nah, I'm good. And I was like, and he said he was so impressed that I wasn't impressed. Yeah, yeah. He was like, dude, this guy's rad, man. He didn't even care. So cool. He was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll send a flight for you. I thought that meant you'll pay for my flight. They meant, Look, no, we will send a plane to pick you up yeah. and bring you to dinner. At Bill and Melinda Gates' house, I was like, "I'm not gonna go to Seattle. For just, I'm good." Yeah. <laughs> See, prop. You, that's because you're cool. You're cool. Yeah. Drake would have fanboyed out. You know. Yeah. I yes. I <laughs> yes. That led. That's mistakenly cool. That's Ricky Bobby cool. Where you just yeah, don't yeah. know. There you go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Various disciplines uh, and expertises. Expertises. <clears throat> you can leave that in. Maybe not. Okay. Maybe not. Past guests, golly, why is it freaking so hard to say past guests? I'm giving some good B-roll material here, but here we go. Two on a semi-regular basis, basis, 